Hello and welcome to Bungholes and Rabbit Holes. Pop open that bottle of whiskey, get cozy, and enjoy the rabbit holes. Ooh. <laughs> this is this is new. I like it. I am really liking the new intro, Diva. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate so, that. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, for those of you that are new, welcome. And uh, we have an exciting show in store for you tonight. Devo is here, obviously, because you heard his voice. It's so sensual sometimes. <laughs> Victor, have you get a, you ever get a little turned on when you hear Devo do the intro? Not at all. No, <laughs> it's not what your pants say. He's too flat. Too flat. I haven't oh had my whiskey gosh. yet. Oh, yeah, whiskey makes the bunghole loose. Oh, <laughs> there we go. That's probably true. Loosen, <laughs> loosens up the sphincter. The <laughs> sphincter says what? I was wearing my uh, um, Bourbon Made Me Do It shirt, and I, I forgot where I was at. I think I was at the grocery store, and the old lady looks at my shirt, and she goes, Bourbon Made Me Do It. She gets this look on her face and goes, Whiskey's Made Me Do A Lot Of Things. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old lady, too. Like, I just wanted to give her a high five. Right? Did you? Or no. Because of COVID? That's kind of gotcha. awkward. There was a line. Like you didn't want to cross the line, or there was a line at the grocery <laughs> there was a store. Line at the grocery store. Okay, fair enough. So, but that's enough chit chat. So, why don't we start talking about the uh, thing that you guys are all here for? The whiskey, Victor's bunghole. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, kidding. Right. Yes, that's the whiskey. Right. Uh, and <laughs> he, it just needs to get lubed up a little bit, right? It just needs whiskeyed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this week we figured what better way than to start solid and go with Blue Run Reflection. Blue Run Reflection. It sounds like a cologne. It, it sounds it like uh, you, you have to reflect on your day or week while yeah. having this. That's fair. So the bottle is nice. It's a pretty cool bottle. I like it. It has a little butterfly on there. This is the reflection <laughs> one. <laughs> what was so funny about that? <laughs> but a little just, butterfly. Every time I think of butterflies, I think of a tramp stamp. Oh, oh that, and that's like a good point. you're hitting a girl from behind, and you're like, "She's pretty nice." She had a little butterfly on there. <laughs> you're speaking from like experience, Victor. Yeah, there's a little butterfly there. I is this it. is this something that happens regularly now? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So, <laughs> so this bottle runs about eighty dollars ish, eighty to ninety dollars. So it's a little higher price bottle. Uh, however, I wanted to try it, so fuck it, I bought the fucking bottle. Well, there we go. Yes. So, you guys ready for this? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's see if I can get a pop. Jesus, that, that sounds like cool. a fucking frog. <laughs> Oh fuck! Did you get it's everywhere. I, I think so. Get some backsplash on there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, my my pop isn't as uh, exciting. You mean the unscrew the top? Yeah, that's fair. Charles is here for moral support, so he will not be joining us with the beverage. But he will be here for the conversation. Yep. Do you say anything other than yep? Yep. I thought so. 
I was waiting for his laugh to come through, but he he silenced his laugh. <laughs> it wasn't even <laughs> the mic. There it is. It smells like a scotch. Really? I was gonna say it does have more of a like a normal bourbon. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like Can I see the bottle? Traditional bourbon scent to uh, scents to him to it. Yeah, it just has a nice, nice nose. Nothing too crazy. I mean, it's pleasant. coming in at ninety-five proof, right? Yeah, so it's a little lower proof than what we generally like. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Devo and I tend to prefer higher proof whiskeys. Victor, it depends on the night. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does have like a sweeter nose to it, though, like um, uh, like caramel or or uh, brown sugar is definitely coming through on the nose. Yes. This is bottled in Bardstown, by the way. Oh, okay. So this, it looks like it was bottled in 2011. Oh, so it's almost dusty. Or barreled, I'm sorry, barreled in 2011. Oh, okay. Bottled in 22. Oh, okay. It's a summer batch. But, you know, the cool thing about this whiskey compared to other whiskeys, if you have your glass and you look over the glass into the whiskey, you can see yourself. Yeah, because you're you can see your reflection. reflection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only this whiskey though; all the others are blurred because it's not as as clear. It's completely fucking around, <laughs> Victor. I feel like you were kind of believing me. I did for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did too. <laughs> I'm like, this dude came back from Tennessee with all this goddamn knowledge. I don't know. Dude. I've never been to Tennessee or Kentucky. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try um, this shit. Yeah, uh, so I I went ahead and took my first sip. It was it was pretty good um, on the first sip. Um, there's there's a, a decent actually a decent uh, Kentucky hug there. Um, but other than that, like it's not. It's it a little nice oaky. Um, it is on the sweeter side though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Victor's looking at it as if he's uh, back in Shakespeare time, looking at a skull. The no, the the Kentucky hug is definitely there. I'd even take that big of a a sip, and the hug was there. I like it. I think it's it's good. Um, I'm not sure. I think I need that second sip because the first sip was pretty smooth for being a first sip. I feel like it's a little oaky, but it is on the sweeter side. There's some mild spice coming through, but it's definitely more that caramel vanilla that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Definitely more of like a caramel vanilla, especially on the um, the finish there. Uh, I could see where you're getting a little bit of oakiness. The I'm getting a decent amount of sweet though. There is not, and it's not that it's unpleasant because there have been whiskeys in the past. That, like, the sweet is just not, um, not good. <laughs> um, but it's a good balance. Uh, balanced whiskey. The, it is pretty well balanced. The only thing that I could say that I wish there was a little bit more of is the spice. Fair. Completely fair. Because ah, that, that Kentucky hug is still there. Um, but for me, it's almost giving me like a, like an indigestion feel. 
What is Kentucky? Hug did you again? just burp or did you just like not fully like speak? <laughs> <laughs> and you went like, <laughs> like your voice did like a skirt. <laughs> Sorry. What is the Kentucky hug again? Again. <laughs> a, a Kentucky hug is like the heat that goes down as you're drinking. Okay. So like that warmth you get down to your esophagus going down into your stomach. Yep. <laughs> yep. Victor is not talkative. I'm not liking this right it, now. No, it, it's... He's kind of like... You guys, he's kind of irritating me. You guys like it, and I I feel like outside the Kentucky hug, it, it's not... I think it's good. I, I, I don't, like, have any major gripes about it. It's a little mellow. Like, yeah, the, the layer of, of flavors aren't <clears throat> there, and then it just gets overwhelmingly hugged. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're done with the party, you're ready to go home, and then someone just grabs a hold of you and, and gives you a good long hug? You're like on the dance floor, and you're like not feeling it, but some ugly chick grabs you and... By the walls? Yeah, you don't hate it. Because <laughs> she's like kind just of go like... with it? She's yeah. holding firm enough to like have pull you to the dance floor, it's but not like, too firm to like hurt you. Yeah. Okay. You kind of like it. So you kind of like this one? Yeah, I mean it's it's good. <laughs> so the um, fuck, there was something I was gonna say, and then Victor like threw me off. Oh, I got a random lemony flavor, like, like a, so kind of like a or, citrus, like but sure. lemon. Because usually when I I feel like with citrus, it's generally like orange, mm-hmm. maybe grapefruit from time to time, but like true lemon. I got a little like lemon on the very front of the palate. It can, yeah. I think it's because it's tart. Is that what it, it is? It's a little tart. Okay. Yeah, it's not a it's not a bad uh, first whiskey for for starting off the the podcast. <laughs> No, and I think it's a it's a harder to find bottle. Uh, I just came across this not too long ago. It's been out for a while, and I just found it a couple months back. Been saving it for the podcast, and I I think the only thing that I'm struggling with is the price point. How much was it? Yeah, I kind about of eighty bucks. Probably going to be between like eighty and a hundred dollars for this bottle. Where'd you find it? Vegas. Vegas. And now it's available in. Uh, in California. I saw it at Total Wine. Okay. I did see the High Rye, which is really the one that I wanted to try. But when I got this bottle, they didn't have the High Rye. Mm-hmm. So I just saw the High Rye, though. But I wanted to try this before the High Rye because, in my opinion, generally, I know it's a different mash bill, but generally, if you like something from the lineup, you're more likely to like something else from the lineup. True, true. Now, um, what is the high ride running at? 105. 105? But it's also like 115 proof. Oh, okay. So it's a hotter whiskey. Gotcha, gotcha. I think this goes back, and if you, you followed us over from Whiskey Biz, you'll get this, but I think this is something you'd see on like your dad's shelf. Yeah, like, like he did, uh, he wants a uh, good, nice, smooth whiskey to end the night, but he doesn't want something too harsh. He just wants something mellow, and just a nice, good quality whiskey. Yeah, like like he's already gone through um, all the the harsh whiskeys. This is one where like he kind of like s- settles into. It's, Correct. Uh, 
he's not drinking nearly as much as he used to, that type of thing. Correct. So, I'm ready to review this if you guys are. I don't really have any other thoughts. I mean, it's it's on the sweeter side for bourbons. Mm-hmm. Definitely like caramel vanilla. Not really getting much else. Spice, a little anise, a little pepper. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Nothing crazy. Victor? I, I don't like the way it finishes. I don't think I like the tart. Okay. I think that's really throwing me off. Okay. And I think it finishes. It's not bitter. Okay. But it's or not. Yeah, not that weird um, sweet bitter that we've had in the past. No, it, it's, I think it's like Robert says. It's almost a lemony tart. Fair. What's, what's, oh gosh. I don't, are you, am I like. No, you're not. The only no, one you're that. You're not by yourself on that. No. I, 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 I can definitely see what you're saying. But I, I get it. Like the pepper comes in and I like that. And the Kentucky hug comes in, but it, it just, I don't like the finish. That's fair. I, I, I think, think that's I, completely fair. <clears throat> I think I, I know where I'm sitting on reading wise. Re, you said rating. Sorry, I thought I heard reading. I thought I heard reading yeah. too. Oh, I'm, I I may have slurred. I don't know. I, yeah. I have no idea. As long as you don't talk about other races, you're fine. True. You can slur your words all you want. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It's fair. Uh, so shall we hop over to the rating? Yeah. Sure. Let's do. It. I think. I, this is the exact reason why we kind of started the podcast. Um, actually, why we started Whiskey Biz Podcast going into this podcast uh, is to find bottles that are maybe you've seen on the shelf or you've seen on social media or you've seen somewhere, but they either seem like they might suck or you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money for it. So meaning like, you know how you see those, those certain bottles and you're like, wow, that just does not look exciting. And the first whiskey that I come to think of is old Beezer. Yeah. Yeah. That is not exciting coming off the shelf, but pretty darn good whiskey for, for the price. This comes in with a little higher price tag. It has a very catchy bottle. The high rye has like a, you know, in a, I forget what they call it. It Does it have a ring of the metal? No, it's the same butterfly. It's just, it looks rainbowed. So oh, it's okay. like they torched it. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a good bottle for, like, I've seen this. I've been hesitant to buy it, but I figured, hey, we have a podcast. Might as well fucking try something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, anybody want to start the, the rating? Go for it, Diva. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this a, a 3.75. Um I, I think it is um, good enough to at least be thought of in terms of like you see it on the shelf and you're like, maybe I'll grab it, um, especially if you have enough in the budget. <laughs> it's definitely not budget friendly when it comes to uh, price point. Um, so going on that, I think I think I would give it a 3.5 in terms of... Um, like a value, value rating, yeah. Fair. What would and you pay up to? I would probably, I'd probably pay up to seventy. Okay. 
For yourself? Um, yeah, for myself. Okay. I'm I'm a little surprised by that because with your rating, I'm I would think that maybe you well because you said this was like an eighty to a hundred dollar <laughs> bottle, right? Like, Correct. So, I mean, I know MSRP. Like, if you you rarely can find anything under MSRP anymore. True. But um, I I think for me personally, I think it's uh more of a seventy dollar bottle than um the eighty dollars. I'd still probably buy it at some point. Um, Just have for visitors. Yeah, but other than that, it, it's yeah, it, it's not more than seventy in my opinion. Okay, Victor, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay, I really don't like the tart finish on that. Interesting. I think I think the price point. It's it's. I wouldn't pay. I, Gosh, I feel like it's a $50, $60 bottle. Fair. Um, I don't like the bottle. I do think it's beautiful. But that's not what I drink whiskey for. To me, it kind of looks like they're going off of, after a feminine clientele. Okay. I'm thinking like I have a really fancy office and like this sits like in the corner. I think the butterfly throws off that. Like I couldn't see like a lawyer having this bottle, like pulling out this bottle when a client comes in and they close the deal you know how like you you hear like they like pour a glass of whiskey or something like i feel like they'd be like uh did i make the right choice i think it's a cool bottle it's a talking point but it doesn't look tough i don't know i don't think this is gonna wind up on yellowstone yeah i I totally get that but fucking crown royal did so why the fuck can't this (laughs) i guess that's true fucking crown royal showed up on yellowstone wow it just bugs the shit out of me. It grinds my gears. <laughs> that could be that could be a future bunghole of the week episode, <laughs> or okay. bunghole of the week, not episode. But can I give one more gripe about the bottle? Yes, I don't like the name Blue Run because out of the corner of my eye it looks like rum. Uh, oh, when I saw it on your shelf, I was like, oh, rum? And I go, oh no, it's Run. Yeah, and it's not like clear lettering either. Because it's like a shiny, it's almost like a metallic silver type lettering. So depending on the the angle you're looking at it, it does give you kind of a, like I can't see B in blue from the angle I'm looking at it right now. But maybe that's the reflection thing. And maybe that's a quirk in the, maybe they, their marketing team worked overtime for this. I don't know. So not. what what's your value rating then? Uh, three across the board. Okay. Well, but you'd only you think it's a fifty to sixty dollar bottle, but your value rating is the same. I mean, I I think in terms of a whiskey, I, I get it. Maybe if like this this bottle looks not good on somebody's shelf, and it's going to you're paying for the bottle. It's not my bottle. Okay. I I just I like I love the embossed and like the bullet. That like looks tough, like the cork and the old elk. Yeah, like I, I, this looks like it's. I went to a fancy bar, and this is what's on the shelf. Looks like a unicorn puked out a whiskey bottle, out of its bunghole. Yeah, out of <laughs> its bunghole. So I am gonna give this a four for the regular rating. I think it's it's an enjoyable whiskey. I do like it. I feel like for the proof, you get a good amount of flavor. It is pretty smooth, 
but I feel like it kind of slowly grew on me. I think it is a good whiskey. Um, however, like this kind of goes back and gives context to newer listeners, but bullet was my four bullet bourbon. Mm-hmm. So that's a $23 bottle. So I would be just as apt to pick up a bottle of bur- bullet as I would this. Now this is a much better talking point and a lot of people aren't going to like bullet, but they may like this price points a little tough. And that's why I'm going to give it a three on value rating. I think this, they market this into a 50, $60 bottle or they sell this at 50 to $60. I think it's right. I think mm-hmm. it at over it $80 shelf at that point. I think, I think it's a great gift. I think at 50 to $60, there are a lot of people looking for like a $50 bottle to give their boss, uh, their uh, brother-in-law, their dad, their father-in-law, you know, people like that. And they're fine spending $50 for it. $80 moves them out well out of a price point for a lot of Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. I know we've just passed Christmas, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, or like a birthday gift, like this isn't going to be something I would buy for a brother-in-law. No. Plenty of other bottles to pick before. And that's why I push it down to a three. I mean, it's a big drop, but that's that's how I feel about it. Um, I don't think I'd mix this either. No, just keep it as a sipper. Yeah, it's a. I think this one's neat. Uh, maybe if there's someone that drinks whiskey on with ice, feel free, go for it. But I definitely think this is a neat whiskey. Now we drink all of our whiskey neat. I don't think I mentioned that in the past, but we drink our whiskey neat. And that's how we enjoy it. Yeah. So with that being said, any final thoughts about the whiskey? No, not really. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's that, it's that great. We have like almost nothing to say about it. Even though we did say from our prior podcast, we're going to, our whiskey reviews are going to be shorter. Again, if you followed us over from whiskey biz, um, our, our reviews are going to be shorter. Our conversations are going to be a little longer, but to come out with about an hour to hour and 15 minute episode to make it better for those drives to and from work or to an event, things like that, just so you don't have to listen to it on every drive, right? You can get through it in a couple drives or, you know, visiting the in-laws, whatever it may be. So, here comes the fun part. Bunghole of the week. I don't know. I didn't know how we were one to. Uh, that works. <laughs> that works. I like it, Diva. So what is the bunghole of the week this week? Uh, it's who Andrew is? Tate. Who is? Yes. Who, who, who is? Uh, it is Andrew Tate getting um, arrested in Romania for uh, allegedly being a human trafficker. So if you guys don't know who he, uh, who Andrew Tate is, I almost said if you don't know who human trafficker is, uh, <laughs> if you don't know who Andrew Tate is, uh, you should just put in his name on any social media site and you'll have about 10 videos to watch. You're going to get a lot of hate for him. Mm-hmm. Especially he's in very, the comments. He's yeah. very to the point and he's he has a very old school mindset. He, he's brash. He's, or, he is. Or... Uh, He's he's kind of rugged he, when it comes to 
but he's he doesn't a, care about your feelings type yeah, of thing. <laughs> he's what you consider like a man's man or you know, like he's a tough guy. He's a kickboxer, I believe. Yeah, uh three time world champion. Yeah, he he's a tough motherfucker. But yeah. he has some very strong views about things that push a lot of people's buttons. Well, in, in his past, uh, he, he, it, it wasn't pleasant either. So, like, he had to grow up kind of fast, or at least that's what he he uh, talks about. Sometimes so, too. so he's gotten a lot of heat. He's rich, or at mm-hmm. least we think he's rich. He's got to be I, rich. So... Uh, <laughs> He's got quite a few of the high-end sports cars. And uh, this is kind of going into um, how the police heard or got the tip off. Is because he was going back and forth with um, a an activist that um, she... Greta did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it really? It was Greta. Yeah, Greta. Isn't she under Greta 18? Yeah. They, and, they had a Twitter feud. Yeah, and and so he, he was talking about how Fuck. like his sports or he doesn't care about what his sports cars do in terms of yeah. Oh, the so environment. Ups- yeah, so she got upset and allegedly tipped the police off on a on a so is a false accusation. In essence, or is there like, is there some backing to it? No, no, that's not that. That's not what I heard happened. That's not. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he like he tweeted her and said, hey, like, these are the sports cars I have. Like, send me your email and I'll send you a full list. And she tweeted back and said, oh, for sure. Um, My email address is smalldickenergy at I don't give a fuck dot com. Oh, and he got heated. So he posted a video. And in that video, he had a pizza box, and in the the pizza box said that it was like a Romania pizza place. So the Romanian Romanian police were like, "He's home. Let's go bust him." Oh, like, it okay. had, like Greta didn't tip him off. Like this had been an accusation for a while, but because of that video that he because he responded to her via video, that they knew he was home, so they went to go bust him. Interesting. Now, one of the craziest things that I caught from the video video of him getting arrested was he said, the Matrix finally caught me or the Matrix got me or something of that extent. And that goes back to a lot of his videos where he said they don't like what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And like, basically, he's kind of like hinting that like that world power you know, like those rich people new, that the run the world. world yeah, yeah, like the Illuminati type of type groups are saying or have been after him. And now it they finally got him. And I think he's to me, that's who the Matrix is. Yeah, yeah, no, because he said that you get three lives, right? Have you seen that video? Uh yes, yes. Where he, first first you get canceled. Second life is you get arrested for something you didn't do. And the third Thirties, you're, you're gone. Yeah, they kill you, or they make you disappear. And like Paul Walker in that car crash. Oh, you think that's or, why? Really? Or Aaron Carter? Or Aaron Carter? Or Bob Saget? Jeffrey Epstein? I don't. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, I had this conversation with my mom recently about like these conspiracy theories, like 
There are all sorts of them out there. And I think they're interesting. Now, a lot of people think that like we're crazy for like even giving them like watching and listening and even talking about it again. Like we should just disregard it. And that's fine. Like I don't necessarily believe them, but I think it's, it's interesting to hear people's mindsets on things. Well, yeah. And it's just fun to talk about whether yeah. you take one side or the other type of thing uh, uh, for the conspiracy theory. It's just fun to talk about sometimes. Um, like, like you said, not necessarily giving um, merit to it. It's just like, Oh, you know, uh some people think that there are lizard people that are walking the earth that have uh human skins that they zip on and off type of thing yeah the lizard people thing kind of uh creeps me out a little bit kind of cool <laughs> yeah the queen wasn't wasn't sure I, I have no idea oh yeah cuz she's she was like a cannibal and she'd eat people and mm-hmm. that's why she lived so long <laughs> and all the lizard people live in like Antarctica. That's why you, yeah. you can't go there. Beyond the yeah. wall, yeah, Be- beyond, beyond the, wall. the Arctic wall, because it's a it, it's a flat Earth. Oh and, gosh, um, they're aliens outside of the Antarctic wall. It's almost and and then we've all seen those videos about like the people that like seem to glitch, and they oh, say yeah. they're robots. Mm-hmm. Like the lady with like I don't know. There's that reporter or politician, and her eyes are like super open like it's like her eyelashes are pulled all the way back no it wasn't pelosi um Um, she's had some though too where she's like like staring but i mean that bitch is old so same same thing with uh roker al roker or whatever yes and then i mean biden's had his fair share too where it's like fuck and it's like literally the co- the computer had to restart in the in the robot and people say that they're like robots and shit like that i mean maybe there are i don't fucking know so backtracking the rabbit hole a little bit do you think andrew tate is innocent until proven guilty oh man i think there's a lot of shit that he does that doesn't help his case but like but- what but that's the thing, though. Like he has all the women around him all the time and is kind of like flaunting that. And uh, but, didn't but Epstein do the same shit? I, but, I, but I feel like Andrew Tate is doing it as like, like to prove what he says and what he does is true type of thing. True. True. I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you follow the court of the United States or the Supreme Superior Court of the United States of America or the United States law. Fuck, I'm all over the place. He's innocent until proven guilty. Right. So I don't I don't have enough information to say he's guilty. I don't think that there are many sane sex traffickers, first of all. But I don't think there are many that aren't intelligent enough to not be a like push buttons on social media. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't think he's a dumb individual. No, no, he's, he's definitely on the smarter side. <laughs> okay. So sidestep, you think he's innocent for the most part? I mean, he's out of jail, right? They didn't keep him in there. No, no, he's, he's detained for 30, 30 days. At least that's what they said for um, the duration of the, uh, investigation. See, I mean, obviously, th- there's not hard enough evidence to like. No, 
Put well, and and what was it? It was back in March that he was originally accused of of trafficking. Oh, I think he's been accused multiple times throughout history of so, like sexual assault, rape, mm-hmm. trafficking. So but they can never find anything on him. Who's accusing him? I don't fucking know. Like, is this is this haters? Yeah, yeah ex girlfriends, or is this like the Matrix? I I, th- I feel like there's there's a validity within that it's the Matrix. Because you mean a bunch of zeros and ones in like green screen, not yeah, green yeah. screen, and, but like and, the old school computer. Like a, yeah, a ring, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I feel like there is some validity in within what he's saying, just because of the um crazy hate he was getting on all the different interviews from um everyone like like Pierce. Um, did you see him play checkers or chess against Piers? Yeah, it was so funny. That was pretty funny. I didn't see it. Yeah, oh, Piers was Piers. Yeah, Piers went in kind of cocky, kind of thinking that he's like just a muscle bound dude and like thinking a dumb he could jock just, type yeah, deal. yeah, and he he lost. Wow. And Good the, the whole time, Tate, or not the whole time, but near the, the end of the game, Tate was like. Well, let me let me school you a little bit on on uh, uh, chess here, Pierce. And Pierce was trying to like trip him up and everything. And he goes, "Well, no, there's there's like uh, something to be learned from. Like you you need to learn chess just so that you know how to come out on top." And then he goes, "Checkmate." <laughs> oh my god! Well, you said checkmate in two. Oh yeah. <laughs> As Pierce was like, "No, just let's just play. You're running out of time, time, Andrew." Yeah, it was it was an interesting one. It's definitely worth a watch. I think so you have this fine line of like watching bad media and like people that push bounds, right? Like I would consider Andrew Tate to be someone that like is controversial and maybe don't pay full attention to everything he says, right? But I think it's interesting to listen to. And a lot of people will probably give me hate hate on me for that. But even if you disagree, you can't disagree with something that you don't know he said. So if you're going to be someone that's going to say that he's incorrect, well, you need to watch his videos, right? It's like a good debate. You have to know the other side of it before you can truly debate. Yeah. And what what I think is kind of annoying, especially when um, different uh, TikTok creators and stuff like that like make um, their own... Uh, or they they bring up their own opinions on on the situation and automatically jump to like well he's a bad person he's missing uh misogynist misogynist and uh all of that when it's, it's just like well like yes you're entitled to your own opinion of him and everything but like for the accusations that he was taken in on like i, I feel like right now you you can say like, I don't think he did it, but we will see what happens in the court proceedings. I don't know. Like, don't, yeah. don't jump. Like, like you said, have have both sides understand where. Um, yeah, just like everybody said, Trump said that all Mexicans are rapists. Right. Right. Like it, everything get they pull out these things and then 
someone says that they said it, someone with a following says they said it, and then all of a sudden everybody thinks he said it, but they have no proof. Or or the context at which it was being said type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's taken out of context, things like that. I'm not going to say that I think Andrew Tate's right on all things. I think he has some interesting points, especially tied to like mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a little too outspoken about like men and males and females in terms of their roles. Yeah, I think, you know, you can say what you think, but I think he like he kind of pushes it on everyone. And he kind of fights his point too hard, I think. So he kind of like shoves it down their throat is what I'm and, getting and at. doesn't and doesn't necessarily listen in kind like, of like yeah. he kind of shuts them. Yeah. Shuts their side off in Correct. so much as like, no, this is what I say. This is what I believe. This is the right way. Anyways. Um, yeah. What were you going to say, Victor? Sorry. So like 10, 15 years ago, right? If you wanted to be a rebel, you dyed your hair blue, you got tattoos, you got that nose piercing, right? Yeah. And, and then you like, no, then you like fought for like human rights or super activist kind of, per- like those were the rebels of my high school career, right? Those were yeah. Like the oddballs. But I think that's become such the cultural norm now that the Andrew Tates of the world are now the rebels. True. And it's, that's the, what you want to call the it? The traditional thinking is now. <laughs> right. It's totally flipped. And I, and I was listening to, like, I think it was a podcast or something. And they were saying, hey, if you want to be a rebel and if you want to be different, those guys are like now going to church and becoming super Christian. And like, <laughs> that's the cool, like Diva, you would have been cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, that I would have been cool. So you're saying that I but wasn't. Everything's flipped. No, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> like to rebel, like now you have to be that. You have to be traditional. Yeah. Traditional. Yeah, or Republican. Or... It's true. That's a that's a valid point. So that that's why the the Andrew Tate's is is so popular because it's it's different. It's you know what everyone's you know everyone's somewhat tired of this wokeism. That's yeah, being that's woke. That, sure. That's the perfect term I was looking for. Being woke is now normal, and to be cool and different and alternative, you have to be not woke. Yeah. Yeah, talking about woke, we I was watching uh, the new Santa Claus, the Santa Clauses, I think they call it, mm-hmm. on yeah, uh, the, Disney Plus. The what is it, series? four episodes or something like that? I think there are multiple. I think there, was it only, was it a mini series or were they only releasing like so many at a time? That'd be weird to do after Christmas. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah I there were, was there like was, yeah, maybe it was a mini series. So I'm watching it with my fiance who loves... Uh, Tim the Santa Claus mm-hmm. and the Santa Claus too. Um, and she goes, as soon as they, did you see the, did you watch it diva? Um, I fell asleep. <laughs> That's fair. It wasn't very good. So there's a moment where Santa Claus goes to like a conference room with the elves and they start going through like, who's naughty and who's nice. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I've seen clips of this one. And so the Santa Claus or Tim Allen goes oh timmy naughty he's disruptive in class and dot 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 and then this one elf goes that's just key signs of adhd like you can't make him naughty for that 
That's a medical condition. <laughs> oh shit. And then and then another kid pops up and they're like, Oh, they yell at their parents. And then she goes, Well, you know, that's freedom of speech. And, you know, they're they're showing they're they're kind of like being themselves. You can't get mad at them for that. And my my fiance goes, This chick is way too woke. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> and it was kind of like overly annoying. Like and that's a kid's fucking show. Like, mm-hmm. why do we need that woke of a person with something that most of the watchers are going to be under 15? Well, and yeah, it, it kind of gives the kids that are watching it like the the false security of like, oh, I can do something wrong and then correct not have uh, the repercussions of it. Or use like ADHD as an excuse and not a... Yeah. And just, I mean, just don't be an asshole. Just don't be a bunghole. We talk about it all the time. Exactly. Don't be a bunghole. Uh, we talk about it all the time. I think, I mean, I don't think anyone would argue if I said I had ADHD. They'd be like, no, you don't. Pretty sure most people would be like, that's, that's Rob. As you're sitting there uh, with your like legs. Fucking shaking right my now. legs, like <laughs> trying to like touch Charles on the shoulder with my hand sneaking across the couch, you know, just like, just I can't Charles fucking still sit still. Never yeah. been able to sit still. And, but I was really good in the classroom because I knew I wasn't supposed to be disruptive in class. So I focused as much as I could, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you just did it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's what happened with my parents too, or my mom. Uh, all, all she ended up telling me was like, Hey, stop, stop. She didn't say it this way. Cause, um, she isn't that way, but she basically told me like, stop fucking around. Um, otherwise you're, you're going to have, uh, more stuff taken away from you. You're going to be grounded. Exactly. Like you're not going to be able to go outside and play. And that was probably the the worst thing for me. Like I, I, I did not do well when, um, I wasn't able to go outside. Oh, absolutely. Nothing was worse than when they're like, Oh, stay in your room and you can't watch TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like over here, like trying to read a fucking book and I'm like on page two for the seventh time. And I'm like, fuck, this is going to take forever. <laughs> I guess I need to get grounded again so I can finish this fucking book in two months. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause, uh, Victor, you're, you, you have, uh, younger kids. Um, do they watch stuff like that? Or like, are, are you guys, um, kind of in tuned? to uh, wokeism wokeism and and what they're watching i i don't think they watch i get my daughter watches a lot of like a disney channel stuff uh-huh my boys they, they they like to watch youtube and like they like to watch people play games and it's kind of weird and it's a different generation but i kind of get it right because like we've talked about it before, like I, I watch people play baseball. It's yeah, it's almost the same thing. And like my son can't read, so he'll watch people play the games, and then he'll play the game, and he'll know what to do. So that's uh-huh. that's really his thing. But I, I like some. I'm at that point where it's like, okay, the TV's on now. I, I get my time. So no, no, I haven't really been monitoring to it, monitoring it. Uh-huh. But they've been playing a lot of video games lately, so it's it's there's not a lot of there's not a lot of TV going on anymore. Now, in your defense, though, like when you say they're playing a lot of video games, you still make sure they have their activities during the like 
at some point throughout the day. They're not just sitting inside all day. Well, they're in sports. They're no, and and um, right right now it's they can't play video games until they hit off the baseball tee. Okay. Like so, the hating nets there that they can they can do it by themselves. They don't need me. That's cool. That's cool. Did they ever actually accidentally hit one into like a neighbor's yard? Or are they hitting it into your garage? So no, yeah. So we have a hitting net. So they'll hit into the hitting net. Um, I'm in a cul-de-sac, so I I have the soft tee balls. Oh, okay. So they don't go as far, but they'll smack a car once in a while. Okay. But they're soft <laughs> tee balls, so. Fair. Like if you or I hit it into a, a car, it might cause some like a dent. But with them, it's probably not going to do much. Yeah, like my wife will go up to the tee and like swing for the goddamn <laughs> fences, and I'm like, you need to stop that. <laughs> You're going to, and like I'm like standing on the edge of the cul-de-sac, like in front of the cars, and just like yeah, everybody hits it within like five feet of me, so I can get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my range isn't what it used to be. No, it's definitely slowed down. But yeah, it's a problem because a lot of the people that are influential into the kids' lives these days are very woke, right? They like people don't think what they say like is going to hit children, and the problem is a lot of these people hit children exactly, and a lot of these people don't care is the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's one thing I've had a problem with with all athletes for a very long time <laughs> is they don't think like they make these actions and we're adults. We understand it. But the biggest the biggest fans of a lot of these players are kids. Yeah, there's uh, there's only there's there's one um, athlete that I can think of right now. You can say their name. I can. I, I think so. Uh, LeBron James. Oh yeah, he he bugs the crap out of me with what he comes up with and everything. Well, like LeBron, and this is uh, how the rabbit holes happen. If you're new to the podcast, um, we we start with Andrew Tate, and then it just trickles down. Um, luckily, we're still staying in sports, though. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. like pretty good for us. Um, there was the video of LeBron at a press conference. Did you guys see that recently? I don't know if it was. I, I don't know if I'm thinking of the one that was recent, or if it was like a, a couple years ago where uh, he was talking about a book um, by Malcolm X, and they they asked him about it, and he's like, "Oh, it's a good read," and uh, <laughs> and he's, he's never fucking read it. <laughs> yeah, he's just walking around holding it. Yeah. So this is pretty recent because it. LeBron was in a press conference and they asked him about Kyrie Irving, who's kind of pushed the boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, he is, hasn't gotten vaccinated and he's gotten injured. And, and there are a lot of things going on. And they, I forget what exactly they asked him about Kyrie. And LeBron goes, he basically says, what the fuck? Like, you guys ask me about Kyrie, but you never ask me about Jerry Jones. Like my <laughs> oh, thoughts dude. on Jerry Jones. When right. he, the racist comments and things that he said in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe we should ask him about the racist comments that Biden has said in the past. Right. right? Like, it, he's very picky on who he's wanting them to bring up, but it's not applicable. He's a fucking basketball player. Jerry Jones 
is in the, he's an owner of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, right? Did I say yes. that right? Yes. Yeah. It's the the <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> right? Jerry Jones is the owner of the Cowboys? Yep. Yes. So, like, why the fuck would they ask him about Jerry Jones? No, because it's, it's a completely, completely different, different sport. sport. Yeah. You're in an NBA press conference. This isn't an athletic press conference or professional sports press conference. And it's so irritating. It's like, just fucking get in your lane like the rest of us have to. Well, well, not not only that. Like, if you were that, quote unquote, uh, I'll, I'll say it this way. If you were that oppressed by it, then just tweet about it. That's what everyone else does. Just tweet about it put it up on some one of your socials you don't have to be asked about it in the in an interview um post it was post game right or was yes it, pre? it was i think it was post game or like after a practice or after some event i don't remember exactly but i don't know i i think um like i i would say this for him in his defense um he didn't go to college, so like, <laughs> that's, like that's, it, it, it's a it's that's a good one, well, Devo. He's, well said. Well, he's 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 on like Kobe had a pretty rough time trying to learn what he should and shouldn't say um, in those uh, interviews and in everything too, the press conferences and and whatnot. Like, I don't know. He, he's, but Kobe stuck eyes, to his like topics. True. Kobe true. was, I mean, for the majority of his career, he was very like, he early in his career maybe said what he wanted, but it was like tied to basketball. Mm-hmm. He never, he never got political. Uh, he may have gotten slightly political, but not like to a point where it's like, come on, man, calm the fuck down. Yeah, not was, where every was, press conference has to be a political like wokest. I, I think it's because LeBron James is uh, on his way on, on the downslope. Bro, he's been on the downslope for like six years. Like he's still he was still like a top ten player for a long time, but he's not the player he once was. And Kobe and and this is why I don't think he's the best player ever. Kobe uh, and James Jordan. Kobe. Uh, no, James. Okay. Um, because I mean. You did say on his way down, Kobe already hit the bottom, but um, Ooh. that was maybe a <laughs> bad joke. But that was a spiral. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're getting canceled because of this. <laughs> no, those are all respect to him. I think Kobe, I, I highly respect Kobe. I didn't like him as a player because he was a very, to me, he was a very selfish player. I know Jordan had similar, similar Ten- character tendencies and i think it was me growing up with i grew up with jordan when i was young when i didn't think about team ball and then kobe was a little later when i was starting to think of more team ball Mm -hmm. Um, and neither of them were really like great team players they're both fantastic players but my point is lebron always relied on his athleticism lebron is more athletic than jordan and kobe no questions Mm -hmm. But LeBron doesn't have the jumper or the clutch side like Kobe or Jordan ever did. Yeah, I, I think he's struggling with relativity. Like he's 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 losing being relative within his own sport, so he has to try and like grasp at straws to still be relevant within and be a part True. of a conversation. Not necessarily the conversation, but a conversation. 
True. And I, I just, he, I don't think he's made more fans with how he is either. I think he's made a lot of problems with the younger generation though. And especially with their parents, like, you know, because in a lot of cases, like a lot of the kids that follow him are not of the, or like big fans of his are not coming from a great background. And they have like parents always around able to like level them out. Mm -hmm. So He's like the, I mean, this sounds kind of weird, but he's kind of like a father figure for a lot of these kids. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And it kind of like ties back if we were wanting to go back to Andrew Tate, because that's that's another thing that a lot of people um, tend to hate on Tate for is that he's influencing um, the younger generation or or younger boys or men. Um, Like he's looked at as shaping young men's minds incorrectly but then again like going back to what victor said you know it's it's the cool thing right like to i don't know and i i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because i've seen andrew tate say get off your fucking star wars take a shower put some cologne on and i think (laughs) there's a younger generation that needs to hear that i agree I, and that's what I, I said earlier that there's a lot of stuff that he says that's actually very smart and like has some like basis to it, and it's not a bad thing to hear. Well, e- even in that comment, like he's looked at as a bully because he's making fun of, um, yeah, the the nerdy people, quote unquote. So I I was a nerdy kid growing up. And I, I've been to card shops and the comic book stores and I've seen those people and there there there's people who who need to get to, out of bed, shower and they need to not go out of they need to put some real shoes on and not wear slippers. Oh, or slides. Exactly. <laughs> They're wearing basketball shorts, a big faded ass shirt. Hold on. Wait, Victor, what shoes are you wearing right now? I'm wearing my checkered vans. Yeah, and they're slip-ons, right? No, I, he's talking about like slides. Slippers. No, like like he's talking like, slides, like basketball slides, and, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with just fucking white socks. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> with like brown white socks because they're like so dirty. I mean, those guys, over. those guys aren't picking up chicks, dude, and it's like. But then they complain that they aren't getting any chicks, and you know, and I am a nerd, so I, I there's a comic book shop that pops up on my feed, and he straight up says. I'll, you know, this this owner of a shop, he goes, you know, you guys are dissing me because I have a must shower policy. And if your hygiene isn't right, I'll kick you out. But he says that he has a shower in his shop that they can go use. And it, it's got the, you know, the, the soaps and shampoos on the wall. Yeah. And he's like, our policies change some of these kids lives around completely. And it just like there's 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 a lodge. And I think these are the kids, and we've talked about this on past podcasts, who are paying hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars to chicks on OnlyFans because you know they can't, they, they can't. They, they, well, and and I I think they that, can't meet women in the real real world, and then that creates even a bigger problem. Correct, because now you have a standard that's well, uh, like way above average. Yeah, yeah but where 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 do men stand within? 
the women's world now anyways. Wait, we just flipped scripts here. What do you mean by uh, that, I apologize. I, we, we, we can X nay on, on no, that. No, no, what do you mean like where like women's standards are very high as well? Mm-hmm. Where like women... That's what Tate, like, that's what Tate is uh, like talking to. Oh, for sure. He he makes great points. And it's I think ever since he has brought it up, I've seen it come up on my feed a ton of times on different podcasts where there are men and women on the podcast. And they say like, oh, so you want a... So what what do you want out of a guy? I want someone that can uh, take care of me, that makes six figures, that's over six feet tall, that is at least a a certain number on the scale of attractiveness, right? And then Mm -hmm. you break down the numbers, and what is it? 1% of men are over six feet tall and make six figures? Less than one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what makes... So now, if if that's your standard, right... And that's just like all of men, right? That's not just the attractive ones. Mm-hmm. So then if that's your standard, what makes you in the 1%? And that's his whole argument. Like, what makes you in the 1% mm-hmm. that would be valuable to a guy? And he's also kind of hard. Or some of the podcasts I've listened to or I've seen like snippets of, they're like, it's a heavier girl. And she's not like necessarily unattractive, but they go, well are you in the 1%? Like you aren't skinny. You aren't, you know, you want this in your guy, but you aren't skinny. Yeah. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's reflect on this real quick, you know, and like it's a uh, blue run reflection, right? I was tying that back in. <laughs> I like it, Diva. I like it, but it, it's a, it's a valid point, right? Like we have these standards and you know, we want someone that's fit, but we're overweight. Well, how can we want something that we aren't willing to be or like willing to put in the time and effort to be? Mm-hmm. right or we want someone that makes a lot of money but we don't make a lot of money well how could we and generally in a lot of relationships there, there's at least one breadwinner yeah there there's generally a breadwinner but like how often do you see doctors sorry diva um <laughs> <laughs> doctors marry other doctors or a nurse or it, someone it in the a, same field yeah it, it is a lot more common for uh, lawyers same thing like yeah people people to stay within their lane yeah so to speak yeah but I, I think that goes back to the robert's comment like if you're that one percent you're a lawyer just say you're a lawyer you're hanging out with other lawyers exactly you're not going to meet a lawyer at the local bar in san bernardino correct you know they just completely agree but it's it's that girl at the bar who wants her sugar daddy yeah and i think i think that's the problem with society is like we just think we deserve stuff without anything well and and it's become to where you have to accept everyone and everything you know like yeah no matter what like you you have to be um you 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 have to approve it Correct. Or, or you're searching for approval, and if someone doesn't approve you, then um, you, you get angry. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. People get so butthurt about it. Like, we've all been in a case where someone we liked didn't like us back, and we felt, like, demoralized. Mm-hmm. But then as I adults cried. now... <laughs> oh, right, right. It completely. As adults now, we're like... I, I bet you've thought about it, and you're like, well, that was really good that it didn't... Like, they didn't even give me a shot, because... That would have been worse. They didn't mm-hmm. want to be with me. Why would I want to be around someone that doesn't want to be with me? Mm-hmm. 
But I, what drives me nuts is, and I feel like this is more coming from the the women's side, but it could be on both sides. But you get people, and they're like, "Oh, he doesn't like me," and they're like, "Oh, fuck him, he doesn't like me. He should give me a shot because I'm, you know, I'm a good person." But they aren't like they don't fit that person's mold, whether it's size, mm-hmm. shape, their their background, their skin color, like. I know it's fucked up to say, but we we all have a preference on yeah. Th- like we find certain races more attractive than others in general. Not always. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there aren't a lot of good people in other races that people don't prefer. It's just that's their preference. It's not saying they don't like those other races. They just don't find them sexually attractive. But I want to go a little bit more PC. <clears throat> okay. Was that not PC? No, no, no. But it, it's not just races. It's like styles and culture. Exactly. Like there's like dudes and I'm like, oh, do you got a face tattoo? But some chick likes it. True. True. Completely. Right? And there's those cholo looking dude. And I didn't even like, even like stay away from like just being like a Hispanic culture <laughs> thing. But like there's cholo dudes and I'm like, who like? Are, are and, chicks and really and, falling and, for that? Right. But they do. And they do. They're, Somebody they're likes it. They're in a it. great relationship. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I, I've at least met a few that were definitely cholo or in that realm, and they have an amazing like marriage. It, it's, it's interesting for sure. So sometimes I wonder, like, if if chicks didn't dig it, do you think they'd still? Be that way, yeah. I, I think there are still girls that go after the bad boy. If you are you saying like if if the nice guy look was the attractive look, would there be more nice guys? Correct. Well, yes. hell, this could be, correct. Have, have yeah, you seen probably. all of the the videos of uh, women saying that they'd rather have the dad bods now? Y- yeah, no. There's a ton of videos. About I, that. I think that's clickbait. I think uh, a lot of them are, but I think there are some people that find like, I think it's, I don't think it's the, that they find the person attractive necessarily. They know that the guy is likely to be more successful Uh and they're a single dad and they also don't have as much time or they won't be pushing for more time with that person because they have a kid. So they're going to still be able to do what they want. Okay, a short story. Okay. I fit the dad bod build, right? I think we all and do. I've, I've always fit the dad bod build. Yeah. And in high school, there was this girl who, who used to flirt with me. And she used to tell me that she liked me because I look like a dad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> was that a red flag and, for you? <laughs> and no, but she like, like we we would hang out and it would, but it, would, it wouldn't be like, she wouldn't like publicly like. Hang Watch, out with it's me. your, it's your, it was your wife, huh? No, 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 it wasn't my, <laughs> my wife's into the dad body. That's why she's with me. Um, but it not was, for your personality. It's whole, my whole personality is horrible, but it was weird. Like it, it is a thing. I, I give it credit is. to that. A I, fetish? In, <laughs> in, hey, fetishes are okay, Devo. Oh, I know. Unless, I know. unless we, yours we is talk- to be humiliated, then yours is disgusting. <laughs> What's my- <laughs> I think he's saying if you're a sadist or masochist, masochist. I don't know. Masochist, I don't yes. masochist. That's, no, yeah. 
so I actually, I w- in college, one of my teammates was a heavier guy. His girlfriend was like a, a size two, you know, well endowed woman and very attractive. And she liked bigger guys. He just did. The cuddly aspect? I have no fucking clue. We heard plenty of stories. She was very outgoing and we were all close with her because she played on the girls team. Uh-huh. So the whole team knew her and she was she was attractive. I mean, it, it, if you play on another uh, team that's around a attractive girl or you play on a team parallel to a women's team and there's an attractive girl, well the guys all know the girl, right? Like and she would share stuff and it's like holy shit. Like she was super into heavier guys and it's just a thing it's just like some guys are into super skinny girls some guys like boobs some guys like butts it's just we we just like what we like who the fuck cares Mm -hmm. so don't get mad at us for not liking not necessarily giving you a chance because you don't you don't meet that first criteria i i think the where my mind is going right now would work for a different or another episode um I'll I'll give like a short one, I guess. But I th- I think what bugs me are the people that say like, or that are trans, and they say that you're transphobic because you, you wouldn't don't them. Yeah, Fuck. I think that's the most annoying thing ever. Stupid where it's thing. like, well, no, like you just don't. I no, like I I don't know. I'll I'll keep it at, at that. Like even it, if they had the surgery, you wouldn't date them, Devo. Absolutely not, because they still don't have a... Mm-mm. They can't have a child. Mm-mm. They cannot spread your legacy. Spread Technic- your seed. Yeah, no. They can't turn your seed into something else. Well, maybe they can. I don't know. There's... What is it? Crowd... Not a crowd... <laughs> uh, I, I saw a video that uh, there was, like, the Matrix-type feel where there was, like, incubators and everything, and... Uh, all you had to do was throw or go to a sperm bank and they can uh, create your baby type of thing. What the fuck? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It was creepy. like space age type, type stuff. I don't know if it was real or if it was more just, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, we, Before we, we close definitely out, went down quite yeah. a few different rabbit holes. There. I'm going to finalize this rabbit hole right now. I was watching. Have you guys seen those videos on TikTok or on any social media site where it's that new dating site where like there's a box in between them? And there's a button if you want to end the date, yeah, yeah, and go yeah. to the next person. Mm-hmm. I think it's an mm-hmm. actual show, but it's they show like snippets on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So there's one. There's like a. I think I know the video that you're gonna some say. like go girl that isn't the most like she's not a looker. If, I mean, for lack of better terms, like she's she not like, like she had a great personality. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's, you know, the video. So then the, the <laughs> she walks up or the guy walks up, sits down and the box goes, why don't you They're give her three compliments? Right? No, not, not blindfolded. They can oh, see each other. Maybe so, I saw something so, different. So the box says, why don't you give her three compliments? So he names off three things. He, he has, he just saw this woman for the first time and they, and he says like, oh, I like your hair. Like. Seems cool, like, you know, you have really pretty eyes and another physical thing. And as soon as the light turns, she hits the button. And the the box goes like, well, why'd you hit the button so fast? And she goes, 
Well, I just didn't like that all of the compliments he gave me were physical. <laughs> it's like that's all he can go off of. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he made an assumption that she was a bitch or was like super nice, like, oh, I mean, you can't like, oh, you have a really nice, like a friendly face. Uh, That's physical. Like, I don't know what you can fucking say. RBF is definitely a real thing. It is. That's resting bitch face. If you didn't catch on to that. I didn't know if you were saying RBF, like our best friend. (laughs) <laughs> at first it took me a second <laughs> but yeah I, I think we like you said Devo we hopped down plenty of rabbit holes we're definitely I think this new uh, format's gonna work out well because we said hour to hour and 15 minutes max and mm-hmm. we're right at about an hour and five-ish minutes so thank you guys for listening make sure to uh, subscribe and leave us a review uh, you Tell can say friends. we suck, but give us five stars. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do, uh, you can now review on Apple and Spotify. Apple seems to matter more than Spotify. Mm-hmm. So in terms you, of the charts, yeah, yeah. So if you can, if you can give us a rating and you think we're deserving of it, if you're not, uh, reach out to us. We'll chat with you and kind of we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, hear back from you guys. And again, uh, you guys can get in touch with us at. Bungholes and rabbit holes. This is going to take me a while to switch because it's a completely different name. Yeah. Uh, bungholes, bungholes and rabbit, and holes, rabbit holes at gmail.com. gmail.com. Spelled out, not ampersand. And then also our, our social media is bungholes and rabbit holes. So make sure to go check those out. And uh, Devo, any closing thoughts? Thank you for listening. Keep it neat. And don't be a bunghole. Woo!